Braves and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Straight victories for the Calgary Flames against the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils back to back. Grant Chung here with you. Co-host Chris is also here. You owe me a beer, buddy. Uh, I don't recall. What yeah. did I say? Is this because you, you said? Is it because you uh, said we'd go two and zero? Yeah, actually, yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. What the hell? You, what? 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 What the hell in New York, Rangers? <laughs> I got you covered right here. Oh, very good. I have a, I have a water bottle. Mm. Mm. The old squirt bottle. Yep, I'm prepped for this podcast. At a boy, ready to go. Yeah. yeah, I guess I do owe you a beer. Hey, yes, it's sir. a good beer. I'm, I'm happy to pay for it. Well, absolutely. That's great. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that, man. Because yeah, I mean, two nothing, two and zero. Oh, I mean, I should say. Who would have guessed? I mean, you. we did. We we have <laughs> true. We did beat the Rangers in our last three or four straight meetings. Now, I think mm. that was our fourth straight victory against New York Rangers. Um, Interesting. Know, something about that team. We just uh, are able to beat them. Even though they're a really good team, you know, if you haven't watched it yet, I uh, posted a five takeaways video through the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel. So go over there and have a look-see and uh, you'll hear all of my takes from that game. I think the biggest one, I mean, they were all pretty big, but, uh, you know, Johnny Gaudreau's forechecking, that was on full display in that game. Where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about Manjapani? Oh, we have to, don't you think? think? Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah. Um, Man, I know we've said it before, but man, he's going to get... If he continues, uh, even at a fraction of his current pace, like he's going to get paid this offseason. Paid. Paid. Cha-ching, baby. Yeah. I mean, it's a good problem to have, um, having two people near the top of the league and in goal scoring with with no assists, might I add? But I mean, who needs assists when, <laughs> when you have uh, <laughs> when you have um, Johnny Gaudreau who has no goals and just a bunch of assists? Just I don't know. Primary assists. Primary yeah, assists. I think his first secondary assist was last game. No, so, or was it a primary? Oh, was it? I think oh, it was. It was. It was secondary. You're right. Yeah, I thought that uh, was a primary. It was, but still an assist. So yeah. Um, I, I don't know if there's ever been a team with like <laughs> two players that start the season with only goals and then one player only assists and you know they're all point per game or more. I don't. I'd be curious. That'd be a weird stat. One of those weird. I need Gene Principe to find that one for me. 
<laughs> sure he's that got all those guy. loaded up that yeah. fucking guy would have that he right would. on top for you he'd yeah. have it on top like he'd just and, have it off the top of his head and he'd have like a hundred puns for you on the yeah. way too so fucking, fucking gene principe man <laughs> no he's too um, much sometimes yeah oh he is yeah he is everything so, about the others is too I, much had, I had to take a, i had to take a little dick yeah <laughs> um but yeah no man Ma- Ma- he uh he had a fantastic game I mean, yeah, the, his goal was just another one of those goals. You're just like, oh, you know, this first one, he just worked hard and, and scored. And then the the breakaway, I was looking, and it was, I think that was the fifth goal or the fourth goal. And I'm like, oh, he's going to score, isn't he? And, uh, yeah, he scored a highlight real breakaway goal. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you say? He works hard and goes to the net and uh, – what a sixth round pick! Like I, I don't know that this is a gem. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to compare him to Datsuk, who I think was also a sixth rounder, or Zetterberg maybe was a sixth rounder. But turning those late round picks into into gems when you don't have those first overalls, yeah, <laughs> Edmonton, yeah, um, <laughs> it's important to to stay competitive, you know, uh, yeah. in this division because I mean, yeah, they're obviously right now star studded and. I mean, if the Flames don't draft well, we're probably not even close in this division. Like, let's be honest, our top stars, um, like Lindholm, Hannafin, who we got from an Adam Fox trade, which was a later round pick. I mean, medium round pick. Yeah. Johnny Gaudreau, fourth round pick. Manjapane, sixth round pick. Anderson, second round pick. So, like, none of these. Man, if we could draft well in the first round, we might actually have a really good team. Right. <laughs> Bennett, if we uh, <laughs> don't talk about Bennett, that's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely, dude. I mean, you you look at the you look at the division now, and Vegas has taken a stumble. They've they've taken a t- step back with Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty out on the shelf. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's really our. I mean, San Jose's third in the Pacific Division right now. Who would have thought that? Um, Eric Carlson is actually playing like Eric Carlson. So right now we're only a point behind Edmonton for first in the, the, the division. Uh, same amount of games played after their game tonight against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Currently a minute, about a minute left. The Oilers have an empty net trying to tie this game up. Hopefully Carter Hart can continue to shut the door because we need that. Uh, we need that regulation loss, man. <laughs> I'm just watching this game actually as you're speaking, and <laughs> I think it was Provorov just shot a puck right at the ref, and he had to jump out of the way. <laughs> so oh, God. missed the empty net though. Uh, still, so and and Glenn Gullitson, old Flames alum. Oh yes, is giving a pep talk right now old to the Glennie. crew. So old Glenny, same hair, fantastic, mm-hmm. great flow. Sideswept, yes. Oh, you yeah. betcha. Yeah. Now, the other way, though, you know, it's oh. from yeah, it's from right to left. Where wow. I believe in the Calgary days, it was <laughs> the other way, left to right. Wow, that's developing, some, uh, changing. That's some good reporting right there. Yeah, it's probably a lie. I probably made it up. <laughs> but uh, I, I was very impressed, and I have been very impressed with the. New, I guess it's a second line, Backlund, Pitlick, and Coleman. You know, I was a little concerned by uh, 
sticking Coleman to Pitlick and Backlund, but I think they complement each other very well. You know, they the response that they had in the third period after the Rangers scored that goal to make it a one goal game, I thought was just impeccable. It was flawless, flawless hockey. Uh, after you know we were leading two nothing, it was a pretty the, the margin was pretty thin, and uh, as soon as we let in that one goal. We didn't buckle. We continued working hard. We continued on our forecheck. We had a great dominating shift in their zone. And Blake Coleman ended up scoring that goal to make it uh, to restore that two goal lead. So, you know, that in and of itself is showing you that the boys have an identity now. You know, they understand the type and the brand of hockey that they're meant to play. And I think that has really, um, allowed the players to just fall into their places and and understand their roles and excel in them. I mean, even Brett Ritchie playing with Dubé and Manjapani has been not a revelation, but he's been, you know, helpful. Like he, he, he knows where to go to get pucks and um, he's disruptive on that line. And uh, you know, I was, I was a little, I didn't understand why Ritchie was there, but I mean, it's, it's just uh, Richardson's out. So. You know, that's why Richie's in the lineup. Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you say there, Grant. And uh, it's funny, like, you know, all these all these one-off players I see, like, we have throughout the lineup um, that we maybe – they're, they're fitting in well just within the team structure. And, like, mm-hmm. it's hard to even label our lines, to be honest. Like, we have a one, yeah. a line one. Mm-hmm. I think everyone knows who that is. Yeah. Um, but then after that, it's a Monahan like... line. <laughs> yes. Well, oh, Lucic, the all-star, you know, score and big classic five hole goal the other, the other game. So, uh, that's it. any scouting report on Lucic, you'd be like, this guy's good, literally going to shoot five hole. Like I, I, I just got to keep my stick down and it's going to be saved. <laughs> you, everyone who listens to this podcast, if you see Lucic going in for a shot, You'll know that I'm screaming five hole before <laughs> before the goalie. Shoots. Yeah, I'm calling that every time. I'll take odds and bets. <laughs> anyone who wants to to message me, oh, but uh, but no, like <laughs> yeah, I, it's tough. Like because Zadorov sitting, you know, four million on the bench, but like, how do you bring him in? But you don't. Yeah, you, you, don't. you don't. Yeah, you don't. So I think he's gonna he's gonna sit again. Like I really do, yeah. and. Well, don't mess with it, man. Like, don't mess yeah. with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think we – did we even win four games in a row last year in the shortened season? I don't think we did. I don't know. I don't think we did. No, I don't think we did. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're on a roll. Like, they've looked good. They've played well. They've had lulls. Like, every team has lulls in a game. It's so hard to – and the league is so competitive now where you're not going to dominate for 60 minutes straight mm-hmm. very often anymore, and especially in the – the back-to-back third game in four nights, uh, they had a lull in, in that last period for sure. Yeah. As expected, like we're playing a lot of hockey. Um, yeah. And that's why it's so important to start on time. Yeah. And they did that game. Wow. Yeah. What a period. Four yeah. goals. Um, being in the lead is such a nice <laughs> change of trend for the flames. Like last year, I feel like we're always behind, always fighting to get back and now they're coming out with with pace and and determination and the pucks are starting to go in 
Uh, it's a yeah. good sign. We'll see how long it lasts before they revert to their old ways. Or until well, there's this a is, trade. This is the thing, though. This is the thing. I don't think... Uh, I mean, I'm confident that we won't. I, I think Daryl isn't the type of coach that lets you do that. Like, I think he holds everybody accountable, and I think that's why they're playing the way that they're playing, because they understand that they're going to be held accountable. Yeah, I I, I got. I, I agree with you. I, I've just, I've been tarnished and, and damaged as a Flames fan my entire life, you know. No, that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, so that's a pessimistic view, but I, I really enjoyed the way they're playing, and and uh, I hope to see them continue for sure. It's been a it's been a very good run, and I'm enjoying watching Flames hockey again. And I haven't been able to say that probably since 2018. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. what year was that? 2018. What did we do? I think that was the good year. Was that the good year? Yeah, the breakout year. For second, everyone. everyone had a really good year. Yeah, I think so. Maybe 2019. No, I'm pretty sure it's 2018. Because it was Colorado, Dallas, and we missed. Those are the three years since. Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 So I know I I didn't end up watching that that game against the the Devils. I ended up having to work. So um, looks like I missed a good one. Yeah. They. I mean, they were utterly dominant in the first period. Like I know. There were fans saying it, like the broadcasters saying it, like they were shell shocked, like because New Jersey was playing well. Like mm-hmm. they, they were, I think they were second in the league in in high danger chances for, uh, really good advanced stance, scoring a lot of goals, playing really well, and the Flames came out and just stomped them into the ground in that first period. And it wasn't close. Yeah. Flames probably could have scored more too. Hmm. Um, and. I mean, after that, the Flames kind of... I mean, score effects, you know, it's 4 nothing. Yeah. Um, it, it, no matter who you are, you're going you're gonna to slow down 4 nothing's the new most dangerous lead in hockey. Yeah. But it happens. So, like, the, the result was, was expected, but they, the important thing is they closed the win, and they had a couple freebie goals at the end of the game there. It was 5-1 with eight yeah. minutes left in the third. So, I mean, the game's over. So, um, yeah. You can't take too much out of that third, which I missed anyway. So, mm-hmm. there you go. That's my excuse. Is that I didn't even <laughs> watch it. Um, but I was happy with the first two periods of that Jersey game. And I, I expected them to actually win that game. I, that was the game I thought they would win. And they, they also played well against uh, against the Rangers. and won, Like, really well against the Rangers. That might have been... The best game I have seen the Flames play, the best 60-minute effort I've seen in a long time. Like I don't know the last time I saw the Flames play a better game than that. Did you catch the Rangers game? I did, yeah. I, I absolutely agree with you. Like I, I, I don't think I've seen the Flames play a better game in the last three years. Like That's a long time. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen them play that well than against the Rangers in the last three years. Like, it's it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Like, they, they really did play really, really well. Like, they played, like you said, they played with pace. They had... Um, they were dominant. They didn't get... They didn't score like they did in the, in the first period um, against... Like they did against the Jersey Devils. But they did... Uh, 
they were dominant. They they hemmed the Rangers in their own zone. They had shots on. I mean, it, that could have been the same result, right? Like it was because Igor Shosturkin is such a good goaltender that they were still in the game in the third period. Otherwise, they would have been, you know. Oh yeah, that one that one even had more potential for a blowout. Like yeah. Shosturkin was amazing in that game. Yeah, and absolutely amazing. And it, yeah. this is why it was like. The fact that they went into MSG and shut that place down, like there was, I didn't hear a peep from that crowd for the first two periods. Like not a single thing. That that crowd was dead quiet because of the way the Flames were dominating their team. Like there was nothing for them to cheer about. And that's how you play road hockey. It's it's the Sutter style. It stifles yep. when it works. Like it's just relentless forechecking. Yep. Um, reading fan comments, like they were just, they were impressed by the speed of the forecheck and how little time their forwards had to move the puck. Mm-hmm. It was just constant pressure. Like you said, Johnny forechecking. You know, well, it's everyone. Everyone's forechecking, and it's all four lines are forechecking with that speed, and they have size. So when you combine size and speed. And skill, that's a very dangerous combination in, in the world of hockey, you know. Yeah. And they're playing and they're playing clean now too. They're not running around taking penalties like they were in the first game against Edmonton. Like that mm-hmm. sunk us that first game. They've yeah. reined it in and now they're effectively forechecking, effectively dumping the puck in. Mm-hmm. Dumping the puck in is a great strategy if you do it effectively. It can be one of the worst strategies or one of the best. Like it really depends on on how you do it. Just to contrast how they're doing now, they're dumping it into a corner where we have a four checker already on the way. Mm-hmm. Whereas a couple of years ago under say maybe a <laughs> under a, a Jeff Ward system or a um, Glenny <laughs> Glenn Gullitson system, they, they would do a, a, a two to three line stretch dump pass to a guy standing still on the blue line. He would chip it in and, and that would seem like a, a dump in like a change play, but no, that was their four check. That was, <laughs> that was, that was it. That was, that was how they dumped the puck in. So it's a drastic difference in system and noticeable and it's effective so far. The season is still very young, but I mean, I can't, we've beaten some, some pretty good teams at least yep. based on how they played this year. So I and we were competitive in the in the Edmonton game, I think too, and it was our first game of the year. Yep. And we were missing Colton in that game, who is turning out to be one of the better players on our team. I, I absolutely love watching Coleman play. What do you What are your thoughts on Coleman? Oh, just super impressed with Blake Coleman. Coleman, like, just incredibly impressed. The the speed, the physicality, the uh, I mean, he's he's a Stanley Cup champion. Like you can see why he's a Stanley Cup champion. You know, he started his career in New Jersey. Uh, I believe they said he was a fourth, a third round pick for New Jersey as well. Uh, great, great draft um, position and uh, for the type of player that he turned out to be. And I think, you know, he, after winning back-to-back Stanley Cups, he this guy knows how to win. Like, he just knows what he needs to do. He understands his role. He understands what he's got to do on the ice to, like, where the success areas are. And you can see it. This guy knows exactly what he's doing at all times on the ice. Right. You see a guy out there like you see a guy like Richie out there. He's just kind of, you know, skating <laughs> around, looking for the puck, like looking for some body to hit. Like he's just, yeah. you know, it's he's there's there's not much purpose to Richie's game. Right. 
but Coleman knows where he's got to be. He knows where to forecheck. He knows when to get into the zone. He knows when to get open. Like, uh, he knows when to fire a shot on net. Like he's, he's, uh, he's a complete package. And I think he's going to be a, he's going to be one of the biggest steals of, of the off season signings. Like I was, I was a little hesitant at first when we first signed him. Like I was excited. Yeah. This is a back-to-back Stanley cup champion. We're talking about Yeah, uh, that we're bringing into our locker room. Uh, but I was kind of like, ah, oh, that's it. Like that's, that's all we're going to do. Well, we were we were so hyped for Hyman, and he's having a great year up in Edmonton. He scored again tonight, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'd rather is, have Hyman. I would rather have Coleman over Hyman. Hyman, Hyman actually is is a similar player. I would say to yeah. Coleman, like like very similar molds, um, maybe slightly different, you know, offensive capabilities. But he's got two um, bum knees. <laughs> who Hyman does? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously he's not going to score 82 goals this year, but No, but he's got two. He's he's already had surgery on on yeah. I think at least one knee. I, I'm I'm he might have had surgery on both. Yeah. It's it's a favorite phrase, but it's a long season. So we'll see how that signing yeah. plays out. But like Coleman so far, like yeah. You know what I I I liken him to is uh kind of like a le- slightly less offensive Elias Lindholm. He reminds me a mm. lot of how Elias Lindholm plays, but obviously with yeah. less skill. Yeah. Um, but they play some like guy. Yeah, great, great two-way, two-way guy. guy. He's Coleman's got a good shot, a though, too. Oh, yeah. He's got a great shot. Yeah, he does. Like, he can he can bury that puck. Like, he's he's he can he could probably score 30 goals in this league. Oh, yeah. I think he could absolutely. You know, given the right opportunity and playing with the right players, like, he, mm-hmm. he's, he could score 30. Like, I, I don't think he would have any problem, like, um, I think this year for the Flames, like a good year for him would be 40 to 50 points in that range. How, how, how do you feel about that for Coleman? 40 to 50? Yeah, that would be I'd, I'd successful. Say, I'd say that's, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure that'd be successful. But I think that's underselling him. I think he he's he might get to he might get to 60. Oh, should we bet on it? Yeah, <laughs> let's bet on it. We got to make it a bigger bet this okay. time. Two beers. Two beers. Oh, oh, my bank account. I'll do. I'll, I'll raise you. I'll do a case. Case of beer. Case. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A case is good. There. Locks in. That's for... two four, right? <laughs> one two. Oh, one two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess two four would be a flat. Yeah, two four is a flat. Okay. Twelve's fine. Yeah, twelve's fine. I'm broke, Grant. I'm a broke podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna lose fair. it because I'm gonna lose this bet too. He's gonna score yeah, probably seventy points, and we're all gonna look dumb. Well, I'd I'd win in that case, so I'm I'm you would I'm good with that. That's right. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there there's there's something to be said about playing with a league, right? Like uh, you're not chasing the game. You're not as nervous about things uh, about you know, like I said, chasing the game and. Uh, you know, it, it, it gives your goalie more confidence to make that save because he's not worried about making a mistake. And all these things, uh, the Flames have just been playing great hockey. Just great hockey to watch. And uh, Daniel Vladar has won his second game in a Flames sweater. Yeah, He's let in three goals in both games so far. Uh, but I, again, um, I didn't watch the second game, but uh, I, I can't say. He was good. He was really good, and like the numbers kind of don't do him justice. Like, I mean, he had like one goal on almost thirty shots at one point, right? Like, it was yeah. So he just those last two, you kind of got to kind of let go. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, he was fantastic in that first game. And the Flames, yeah, like playing with lead, you mentioned that. Like, I don't think the Flames have actually been trailing in the game since the first game because yeah. I think we were leading in game two. We just lost in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good That's a good habit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> very, very, very good habit. And they've played with lead very well, except for maybe one game against Washington where they where they blew that three-goal lead. But they still yes. won the game. And Anaheim. Was Anaheim they blew another one? Yeah. Yeah. But so I mean, but yeah, teams are going to push and you're going to settle in. But I mean, the thing, the difference now is that we're actually winning, getting the yeah. lead and holding on, and you know we're four one and one, which is a really good start for the Flames. Like normally, yeah, I don't know if you saw that graphic in one of the games. I think it was against the Rangers. <clears throat> they we have one of the lowest winning percentages in October or in the first ten games for the last I don't know how many years, ten years. That sounds about right. Like we're with Anaheim and some other other teams, but it's like it's point four something. So uh, we have, usually have horrible starts. Um, so a good start is good for the Flames typically. And I think mm-hmm. the year we were second in the league, we were five and one or something like that. Yeah. So similar record. So I mean, I'm not saying we're going to be second in the league this year, but <laughs> um, it's I'm, I feel optimistic and hopeful. Which I mean, if, nice. if we continue to play the way we've been playing the last four games, I think we could. Like, we we could be anybody if we continue to play the the, the way that we've been playing the last four games. I so, I'd agree with you. Yeah. All right. We've beat some very very good teams, like you've mentioned. So, I think we could beat anybody if we continue playing the way that we're currently playing in the last four games here. Um, Matthew Kachuk also got his first actual goal of the season. <laughs> his first one was an empty net. So. You know, it's yes, that's right. Whatever, I forget. About uh, that. But he did, he did score uh, in that game to to make it five to one for the Flames at the time, uh, or was it five to two? Whatever it, was. Uh, it would have been five one at that time. Yeah, five one at the time, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I did see that goal, and it was he was right in front of the net. You know, staring down the to goalie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Great shot found its way through and you know good good to to see him score and you know hopefully uh hopefully that gets the monkey off his back and he can start uh rolling with the boys here because I, I feel like he's kind of been left out in the success so far just you know based on i mean everybody else around him has kind of excelled well not yeah i mean i'm not gonna say he hasn't played well he just hasn't been matthew kachuk he's been okay like he, he just hasn't been like he he can be like if he's he's our other game breaker like yeah. when he is on he can be a game breaker at Johnny's level yeah um it's just we haven't seen it in a year mm-hmm. and Never, that's what like, I'm expecting on, out of him yeah honestly since that Toronto game we haven't seen yeah. that Matthew Kachuk like something and I, I don't know if they're correlated or not I mean that's all whatever you know that's all yeah. hearsay but. Um, from my understanding, he wants to be here, um, and he cares about winning. So maybe it's just a lull. But man, like if he gets back up to form, we'll be in good shape. That long, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I expect out of Kachuk. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't want to see what I see right now. Like I hope he's not just pouting. Like I hope he's actually I don't playing so. through something. Like I don't think he's pouting. But no. If he is, it's like, come on, man. Like, you got to get your shit together. 
It's it's you a team I mean? game. Yeah, it's a yeah, team absolutely. game, right? Like absolutely. Like, like I mean, he only had I think he had the third lowest minutes out of anyone in that Ranger game. But I mean, like we're rolling four lines. Like I think he also mentioned too in the preseason, like that Daryl Sutter outlined very clear roles, and that's the first time that's happened since he's been in the league mm-hmm. to each player. So he knows what he has to do. He knows what's expected out of him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, as long as he's staying on that first line, I'm assuming Sutter, at least in Sutter's eyes, he's accomplishing that. Because there's other yeah. players that are earning that first line spot, to be honest, like Manjapane or you know, and even even Dubé yeah. or Coleman. You know, like those players are are just as good yeah. and could play in that spot. So um, he must be doing it right, at least in the coach's eyes. Like, I mean, I'm not a NHL scout or coach or whatever, so there's obviously things that I'm missing that he's mm-hmm. probably doing. Um, but I mean, at least from the a spectator's eyes, yeah, he's just a step below where he can be, and we'd love yeah. to see him back at at the that level, level that he should be. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, man. So yeah, I mean, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and do a preview of our game tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we'll be right back after this. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Albertans can make single-game bets through PlayAlberta.ca. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back, Flames fans. As we mentioned, we'll do a quick preview of the Pittsburgh Penguins game that's on tonight. It's our last game of the road trip before, I believe, we come back home. Well, yes, it is. We we come back home. It's our last game of the road trip. What am I talking about? Um, so we'll be playing the Pittsburgh Penguins who are on a bit of a slide right now. Uh, they did get, uh, I, I believe they got walloped last night, uh, against who did they play yesterday? Tampa. Ah, well, yes. Oh, today. Okay. Was it? That's fair. That was yesterday. No, they yeah, played today. yesterday. 
on um, the 26th. The 26th. Yes. So, yeah, they got slapped around by, by Tampa Bay, but I mean, that's just Tampa Bay's coming out party. It's, yeah, Tampa Bay, they finally got the lead. I, I was shocked to hear that. <laughs> they hadn't led in any game up until that yeah. point. This is the reigning you, Stanley Cup, double Stanley Cup champion, yeah. by the way. <laughs> are you are you really surprised by that, though? Remember what yeah. we said last time? Yeah, there's hangovers. There's hangovers, yeah. but man, that's a hangover yeah. to, to start the season. Like, you know, they uh, they had Kucherov. I mean, he's hurt now again. Thanks, fantasy hockey. Ten weeks, yeah. he's out. But, eight to ten, yeah, eight to ten weeks. Yeah, great. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just sit him for the season to circumvent the cap again legally. In <laughs> Go quotes, after Jack Eichel, of course. Air quotes. Yeah. Could you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Uh, 50 million over the cap. I think the league would have to step in at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't happening again. <laughs> well, um, if they're doing it, if they're doing it legally, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, question, I question the legalness of Kucherov being perfectly ready. And in game shape for the start of game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, you know, yeah, it's 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 suspect. I think <laughs> very sus. Yeah, yeah, it's like Donald Trump's tax forms. They're suspect. <laughs> He's hiding them. Doesn't want no one to see them. They must be fine. Yeah. Okay. Just believe them. Sure. Just believe them. They're fine. Yeah. But yeah, back to Pittsburgh. Could you guess right now? I don't know if you know who the leading scorer on Pittsburgh is. On Pittsburgh. Yeah, don't look at your sheet. Danton Heinen. Nope. Try. I'll give you Danton three Heinen? guesses. I'll give you three guesses. Uh, is it Dominic Simone? No. One more. Oh, I mean Gensel. Gensel's got to be it. No. Who the fuck? A, a legend by the name of Drew O'Connor. Who the who? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was my reaction i'm looking at who is that right he's a 23 year old oh my three, god six three 200 pound left wing drew o'connor it's his uh second year he did play 10 undrafted. games last year undrafted for the penguins he had one assist last year in 10 games a minus two very good um yeah, he has three goals on 12 shots, so high shooting percentage and a couple of assists. Very um, sustainable. Yeah, it's probably just a hot start, but we'll see. I mean, Pick I think him up right now. they're still going to be missing Crosby, the Penguins, I believe. And I think Malkin's out too, isn't he? No Crosby, no Malkin, no Rust, no That's... Uh, Carter. Wow. Everybody's out, bro. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, as long as we don't take them for granted, like the No Latang. Latang's out too. Wow. Latang is out too. That's that's almost Arizona levels of destruction. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I uh if if the flames I mean, let's be honest, if the flames come out tomorrow or tonight, when you're listening to this, uh and play the way they've been playing, I think they're going to win. They should win. What do you they think? They should. Yeah, absolutely they should. I mean, it's, you know, Tristan Jerry's having a tough time. Uh, I think he hasn't been playing all too well. I think they backed the wrong horse with, uh, with the Jerry move. And, I mean, he's got three wins on the season. Actually, no, I'm, what am I, what the fuck? 
I am not. I don't know what I'm talking about. But he's got three wins, a 178 goals against average, and a 933 save percentage. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So he's doing good. He's doing well. Yeah. He's probably the only reason, one of the reasons why they're winning. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. So Jerry <laughs> is a good goaltender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job. You got uh, it. But yeah, the star studded power is, is not, none of them are in the lineup, right? Except for Gensel. But I mean, Gensel generally is kind of looked upon as a shotgun rider. Yeah, oh, for sure. Generally plays with. Um, I'm not Crosby. saying he's a bad player. No, but, he's not. You know, I think, he's, I think he's still point per game right now or close, but he just he does more when the big boys are in. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Rust. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see Gensel's stats. I mean, yeah, one goal, three assists. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I I drafted him in fantasy hockey, so it's just going horribly for me in every single league. <laughs> <laughs> All my picks are just having like average starts. You know, there's there's a lot of players with like super hot starts, but none of them yep. are mine. <laughs> yeah, Except for maybe mine, Stamkos. Mine are starting to wake up. Nikolai Ehlers had a big game yesterday, three point night. Oh, um, congrats! Matthews and Nylander are starting to wake up. Gaudreau has been phenomenal good. so far. Sammy Bennett has been pretty good. Oh, you drafted him, hey? I drafted no him points in tonight. Both leagues. No points tonight, but yeah. you know, he got some hits and blocks. Hits They're and seven and zero too. So, yeah, don't look now, Florida <laughs> Panthers. Let's go. Dangerous team. They could be real good. They picked They've up some been sneaky good. For good. So long. They've been good for so long. All they're yeah. missing was a number four overall pick, Sam Bennett, to fill out their second line center. And away they fucking go, man. Like Sam yeah. Reinhardt was a huge pickup for them too. It was, was really yeah. Hoping. No one talks was, about that, but I was so hoping we'd get him. I that's really wanted another, Sam Reinhardt. That's another sixty point player yeah. that they just add to their already stacked lineup like on their third line bro yeah He's like, on their third line that's it's just that's depth that's lightning level depth right i, like they're, I they're gonna be they're gonna be competing for the cup i can't season. i i can't like i i feel so many feelings for this team i feel bad for them mostly because they have terrible fans <laughs> uh, get them out of there like oh my god nobody cares about the panthers in sunrise florida I know. Get them the hell out of there. It's this one of those Batman childs. This team is too good to not be appreciated. Like, it's such a good fucking team. I know. Imagine what this team would make in, in like, New York or... Quebec? Or, yeah, Quebec. I mean, yeah. Even in Canadian market, like, with the, the currency and whatever, and taxes, um, this team would make a crap ton of money. Man, it's too bad. Yeah, I mean, everybody, all the Quebecois would, uh, the people who drive to Montreal for the Montreal Canadiens games would just stay in town and spend that money on mm -hmm. Nordiques games, right? Yeah. But, of course, um, the Habs and the Leafs are going <laughs> to be resistant to that because that takes away from, you know. Their money, yes. Their monies, yes. I mean, they're giving money to Florida anyway through the... Through the grapevine, so especially Toronto. 
True. Uh, anyway. Very true. There's our rant about the Florida Panthers, but we'll go back. We'll get back to. Man, we've really been on a, a sidetrack there. If we yeah. talked about Bennett, that triggered us. <laughs> yeah, we got triggered. Uh, Pittsburgh. So, what are we expecting in this game? Uh, who are we looking for to steal the show? And uh, yeah, what do you think about this con- this this road trip? This that that's about to wrap up. Well, wow! Wouldn't it be great if we could go five and zero on this road trip? That would be quite the the trip um, because uh, we're probably going to expect a letdown when they get back. You know, it's common after a long road trip to have a little bit of a letdown at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of this game, I think you know I more of the same from the Flames. I think they're gonna they had this day of rest. I think that's gonna be big for their energy. I think they looked a little tired last game in the third. Yeah, from what I saw, understandable. So I think that rest day will be nice. Uh, I don't know if they practiced today. Probably banks today being Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so <they're, laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um. I expect more of the same, just four lines. I don't expect any lineup changes except for Markstrom being in net because they mm-hmm. won four in a row. Unfortunately, sorry, Zadorov, you're out, but there's no reason to bring him back in. Like, every defenseman played fine. Um, Man, so just in, sit and just sit and collect your money. Like, Yeah, seriously, I mean, he's probably out. Why the fuck not? Get a hot dog. Yeah. It's, it's team success. You don't know, like, he was on Chicago last year, so he just wants to be in the playoffs probably again. Um, so, but no, I, I, that's what I expect out of the flames. Um, I'm, I, I noticed Shillington had a little bit of a, it was fine, but he had a little bit more, a few more giveaways last game. Shillington? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A few more, some bad ones, mm. <laughs> but, um, but Vladar bailed him out a couple of times. There was one particular bad one where he blind backhanded it kind of. Through the middle-ish of the ice, right on a Pittsburgh Penguin, and the guy just walked in right into the slot. Bladar made the save, but yeah, that's not that's a no-no though. Wasn't great. Um, and he, yeah, I mean that was his worst one. Then there was a couple other minor things. I still think he belongs in the top four. He's still top four. That's, but I mean, he's just someone I have my eye on specifically, just because like we've been waiting for him to break out, and Absolutely. he looks like maybe he has. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Gabranson, Valimaki looked okay again. Mm-hmm. They, they have some cracks, like they're our worst pairing. Um, but they yeah. looked okay. Um, yeah, that's really it. Like, what do you think? What do you expect from the Flames tomorrow? I am expecting them to continue playing the way they're continued been playing lately. I mean, I hope they can get the first goal and build off of that momentum. I'll be watching Shillington like you. Uh, I've been saying as well. I mean, I've been very happy with how he's been playing so far. I mean, I mentioned this in that video on YouTube there. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to see him wheeling out there and, and taking shots, you know, it's and hitting the net too. Like he's not, he's not just firing it wide. Like most of our defensemen so far this year, um, you need a guy on the point who keeps the defense honest and trying to clog up that shooting lane. Cause then that opens up passing lanes and shooting lanes for your teammates. Um, instead of just, you know, them just boxing out and, you know, tempting you to shoot because they know you can't hit the net. Uh, so 
having Shillington there as a weapon and um, seeing him flourish is is a good thing. Uh, and yeah, good Branson, Valimaki, they've been decent so far. Uh, my only issue with them is I kind of noticed some. I'm gonna steal this. I stole this saying from uh, from Cooper's old coach. I, I see them pissing in the same Coke bottle every now and then. Like they, they go in the same corner fishing after the puck for some reason, and then leave the middle of the ice wide open. I don't know why they do it. I don't the know old Oilers defense. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to do there. Like I it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like trust your defense partner to, to push the guy wide or, you know, trust the winger to come down and help him out. Like don't just leave the middle of the ice wide open. Um, so I'll be looking for that. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Dominic Simone is going to be playing Calgary again. <laughs> uh, he ended up having that one year <laughs> in Calgary last year. So I don't want to talk about Dominic Simone. <laughs> Maybe I do. That's another great pickup. I had the old wizard there. Yeah. I mean, let's. So far this year, all of our free agent signings have outperformed. Is it fair to say that they've outperformed all the guys yes. that we brought in last year? Yes. What a nice trend. And I think Coleman has more points than all of them put together mm-hmm. <laughs> last year. Yep. That sounds right. Oh God, I don't know if that's actually true. It probably can't be true. I think but, that's true. Uh, no, it's true. They didn't score any goals. Yeah, they didn't score goals. Yeah, I mean, Levo, Levo scored a couple, I suppose. Yeah, Levo, that's right. But I mean, it wasn't many. No, no it was not many goals. No, 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 yeah. no. Drew O'Connor no. had more points than all. Of <laughs> God, old Drew O'Connor. Got to keep an eye on him. Yeah, it'll be someone to watch. It'll be someone to watch. Sorry, yeah. I said I keep saying tomorrow, but tonight when you guys are listening when to this, they, yeah, when you listen to this, yeah. Um, sorry, that's a new podcaster <laughs> thing I'm about to learn. Um, but yeah, Jensen Heinen will be all right, I think. John Marino has been having a solid year for the Pittsburgh Penguins as well, as well as Marcus Pedersen. He's kind of their secondary Chris Letang. So, um, I mean, this this team can still surprise you. I mean, you 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 see how they played against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Leafs got spanked five to one uh, when they played against the the Leafs. I think they were in in Toronto too. So it was bad. I think it was seven to one too. Was it seven to one? Yeah, (laughs) there's memes of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the meme was hilarious. Yeah, of of Buddy and his girlfriend trying to take a selfie. Let's hope, let's just hope. Yeah, that one's a good one. That one's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> let's just hope it's not that. You know, let's hope they come out with a good effort. That's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, good effort. Uh, let's hope for a fifth straight victory because we've won four now. Uh, no, it was it was in Pittsburgh. It was in Pittsburgh. So, embarrassment level. Not as bad, but still pretty bad. Still bad. Still bad. It's yeah, like losing to Arizona 7 1. Yeah. yeah. Point. Yeah. Losing to Arizona without Clayton Keller and Joe <laughs> yeah. Kessel Kessel and Chikrin and <laughs> yeah. the whole team. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, I wanted to. <laughs> I just was. I watched the hockey guy. I'm sure you've heard of him. Uh, mm. Not not sponsored by the hockey guy. 
um, but I, I enjoy watching his videos sometimes. Yeah. Um, and he has this video on the, could the Coyotes threaten the 74-75 Capitals record because the Coyotes have gone 0-5-1 to start the year. And they they, really? and, yeah, and he just listed off their exits. Listen to this list. They got they lost Garland, Oliver ekman Larson, the three goalies that they had last year, Goligoski, Bunting, Jalmerson, Osterley, Pitlick, and there's one more name that I can't read on there. <laughs> All subtractions. That's like an entire NHL team that yeah. they just lost. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's two lines. Um, Really tough. <laughs> yeah, who's who's even on there? Andrew Ladd is there. They got Ladd, Keller, Kessel, Ghostus Bear is there. Oh Larson. My God. Anton yeah. Strawman is still around. Yeah. That's tough. Holy shit. Listen to their first power play unit. Kraus, Fisher, Keller, Kessel, and Ghostus Bear. Oh. Flames are going to lose both both their games against them this year. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Old Jay Beagle's there. Oh, Old Jay Beagle. Old Calgarian. Calgary man. Ryan Zingle's there. Zingle. He's not like that's a third line. That's their third line. Lad, Beagle, and Zingle. Oh. They got Dimitri Yaskin up with Schmaltz and Kessel in the second. I mean, what? this is, this is, I'm not going to lie to you. This is what I wanted the Flames to do after last year. Oh no! I, I did. I don't know, man. I was so mad. I was mad after last season. Yeah. I was yeah. done. I was done yeah. with the core. I was yeah. like, enough. We got prospects coming up here that could be game changers. You know, but not really. Oh, I don't know. Who but do that Bedard, have? that Bedard kid. I'm. I'm talking about in the drafts. Okay. Upcoming Shane Wright and Bedard are putting up. Some, I mean, again, it's just draft pedigree, and we never know. But they're putting up. Some big numbers. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. They also anyway. lost Christian Dvorak. Yes, that's that's yeah. the other one, Dvorak. Yeah, man, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> that's really tough. <laughs> I hate to be an Arizona Coyote fan right now. They're going for Shane Wright. They're tanking. That's yeah, they're tanking. That's a tank if I'd ever seen one. So I feel bad for Kessel too. I don't. poor Phil man. He's got two cups. He he's yeah, but he, you know. Come on. It's Phil Kessel. He knew what he was going into and he signed with the Coyotes. He didn't sign with the Coyotes. I he traded. Didn't he get traded? I don't think so. I think he signed there, didn't he? Maybe. Did I'm he wrong. really sign there? No way. That's uh, what Google's for. Right now. Cap friendly. Cap friendly. Do they have how a player was yeah. acquired? Yeah, they, got, they traded for him. Okay. There's no way Phil Kessel would sign with the Arizona. Come on. I couldn't remember. I could not. You're right. You're right, Grant. I don't bet against Grant on that again anymore. It was uh, Toronto Maple Leafs that he signed the the cap hit with. Five years. um, Or no, 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 no. Eight years, $64 million contract. That's what he's on. Eight years, $64 million. Yeah, I was looking at a different one. Yes, yes, yes. This is actually his last year. Yes. I wonder where he goes after this. Probably goes back to, I don't know. He's probably going to go to a cup contender. Pittsburgh, team. Tampa, maybe. He was already on Pittsburgh, Boston. Boston probably doesn't want him, actually. Flames? Uh, 
He's a right winger, isn't he? Uh, Left winger. He is. He's a he right, right winger. winger. He is right. He's 34, though. Yeah, he's old. I mean, yeah, I don't want him. I'm just joking. <laughs> It'll be too much money anyway. Especially if we get Jack Eichel. Hey. I was wondering if he'd make it into this episode. He's been in every episode since. So. He's in it. Let's talk about him. You want to talk about him? There's been a little news. No? A little news? Frank Saravelli has said talks have heated up. He says Vegas is a, is a spicy team. I think it's Fuck between Vegas. Vegas and the Flames. Fuck off, Vegas. Um, and I think he also mentioned that it would be resolved in a couple of days, and that would be two days ago because that was yesterday. So by the time you listen to this podcast, that'll be two days. <sighs> so <sighs> I'm predicting. Here's a prediction. <sighs> Prediction corner, not Blasty's corner. Prediction corner. <laughs> Jack Eichel gets traded to the Calgary Flames for Sean Monahan, mm-hmm. Dylan Dubé. Oh shit! Connor Zari and a protected first. We can't. We can't give up Dubé, man. We can. We no. We can't. Who's gonna play We're, second line center? We got Backlund. Who's gonna play third line center? <laughs> We got uh, Richardson. Oh my God! No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We you need, don't want to give up two centers. Who no, else? We can't. Who, who do you give up? Uh, if you're giving you... Zary two, that's three centers, bro. You're giving up three centers. Yeah, you're right. That's too many. You can't. Maybe that. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe they give up Valimaki. I I'd be happy with giving up Valimaki. Valimaki instead of Dubé. I'd maybe. be happy giving up Valimac instead of Dubé. I don't want to give maybe up Zary, add, though. Maybe, maybe they add another pick. I think they're going to have to give up one of Zary or Coronado, unfortunately. Or or Pelletier. But I don't want to give up Pelletier, either. Why? I mean, I think he's going to be a good player. I think he's got, I think he's got the chops to be an NHLer. I mean, he's been with the organization the last two years, and he hasn't shown... Cool. I mean, prospects take time to develop. Not everyone hops into the league. He was, you got to remember, he was a late first round pick. Yeah. Uh, he's got five points in four games so far with the Stockton Heat. So, yeah, good start. So, the kid's from Quebec. Kid's from Quebec. Send him to Buffalo. He's close to his family. You know, he's... hey, the best Canadian players, except for the very best, are from Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> Some shade there. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's true. Cosby, McDavid, Stamco, all the best best players aren't from Quebec. <laughs> so from who are you like talking the, about? Who are you they're talking from about? McKinnon. They're all from uh Nova Scotia. Yeah. One little island where City Cosman or Ontario. That's where they're from. Everyone else oh in Canada. Oh my god. Everywhere else in Canada can't play hockey. That's yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think I think the Vegas Golden Knights are going to snatch him up, honestly, because they've it's got possible. the capital. Yeah, I mean, the Flames. I don't have know how cap- they can afford to pay for him though. Like they got, what they got the room. Fuck? You look at their look at their cap. They got room. Yeah, because of the LTIR. Oh, is that true? How much do they got in the LTIR right now? Twelve million dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. So that that explains it. Yeah. So because Max can't. Patretti's there. Well, they can't Alex pay for Tuck it. is there. Stone is on the IR. He's at 9.5 stone. 
I don't so understand like, it. There's there's no way they can afford like there's so many big fucking contracts on the Golden Knights. I don't know how they how they I can should, afford it. I should clarify, like Frank Cervelli did just say like ah he's they're they're in chats, they're talking. Yeah, they're just kicking tires. It's 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 heating up. I don't I trust it's... anything's gonna happen. Honestly. Kevin Adams being a dick. <laughs> Well, he is, man. Like, he's not letting his player... He's First of all, he's not um, selling his player at full value, at, at the value that he's at right now. Correct. He's holding it, this whole thing up. Like he's, like, he's basically holding this guy hostage. He's not letting him heal the way he wants to heal. He's not letting him... He's not letting the hockey world watch Jack Eichel play. Like this fucking guy is just sitting on him and he's trying to get the price that he wants, but nobody's going to pay that price because no one. he's not worth that price right now. Yeah. And the longer he waits, the harder it is, it's going to be to pay that price because you're, it's getting to a point where you might lose him for the entire season. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's at that point now. Like it's getting there for sure. I don't know how long the surgery takes to heal. But um, well, there's there's got to be healing from the surgery and then there's rehab and then there's getting him back up to game shape. And it's like at that point, like he won't he won't have played for a whole year. Like, yeah. And you know what? Like that that's going to drop your value. And uh, I mean, also legal precedent, too. Like, I don't know what's what's happening here. Like if contract wise i mean like are they do they have to pay eichel like i feel like he should be paid because he has a yeah, surgery they're course. just not letting him not letting him do it i i don't know where the line gets drawn yeah um it's becoming more interesting the longer it goes so i do think it's going to get resolved i just don't know when and i think he's going to come to the flames let's I go friggin hope he does could if could you imagine could you imagine a second line of Jack Eichel, Andrew Mangiapane, and Dylan Dubé. Yeah, I I, I think Bro. Eichel's going to be playing with Gaudreau uh, <laughs> if he's on the team. Bro, <laughs> I think you, you, you'd split up Lindholm and Gaudreau right now, though. No, I would put I would put uh, Lindholm probably on the right wing. No, with Eichel and Gaudreau. No, no, and no. Then... He's more valuable as a centerman. Uh, yeah, you're probably true. I mean, well, then you got to move. Then you got to split them up. Mm. You, could, you you could have Johnny. You could have Johnny Eichel, Lindholm, Kachuk as a uh, two duos, and then you could have Dubé and Manjapane swapping between the two, or Coleman even. Yeah, but Lindy and Johnny are sharing that chemistry. Like they're the better pair. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I'm just maybe you I can don't... group Kachuk with with Eichel. Yeah, maybe. Two you, American you swap, boys. You swap Kachuk over to left wing, back where he belongs. Yeah. And then and then use Dubé and, and Manjapane as the, the right wingers. I've, I've started to like Dubé as a centerman, though. I think I think he's yeah. Yeah, slotting I mean, in he's, well there. So. He is. He is. I mean, having having Manjapane on his wing has... Helps. <laughs> helps a lot. Like, they, they're yeah. best of friends, right? Like, they grew up together in, in the organization. Yes. Um these guys know each other inside and out and you can see it on the ice. Like they know where each other are constantly. They know exactly where each other are. Yes. So I'm glad that Sutter's tapping into that. Playing Stockton and... together, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They were roommates like all throughout too. And they were roommates. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Old Vine. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I, I second line. I, I I see Jack Eichel playing on the second line. Bro, he's gonna be way more dangerous on the second line. Lindholm takes all the like I, I, I don't know what Eichel's defensive abilities are. All I know about him is his offense. Um, I mean, I, I, it's tough to say Buffalo, he was on Buffalo. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> can't judge, can't judge him. Like you, you know, he has talent. Oh, you, absolutely. And, and anyone who watches him know, like you can't even, you almost can't even look at the stat line. Yeah. Because like it's it, it's almost <laughs> not to bring him up twice, <laughs> but it's almost like a Sam Bennett <laughs> situation. Oh, God. So not obviously comparing them, but I'm just saying. Change of scenery. I think his stat line is going to get better, and his defensive play is going to be better. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy controls the puck, and just couldn't trust anyone on the, on the Sabers. Sometimes it's funny watching Buffalo play the last couple of years because just Eichel just yeah, yeah, <laughs> holding on to it. He's just like I can't, I can't pass that guy. I can't pass that. Get open, like what the fuck are you doing? Don't just stare at me, like Jesus Christ. Get your stick uh, on the ice, like. Poor See Eichel. another another reason why we shouldn't play Eichel with Johnny because Johnny likes to hold on to the puck too. Uh, he's got eight assists this year. Well, yeah, yeah, I know, but like he holds on to the puck so he can find yeah, the pass. Yeah, right. It's it's true. It's because Johnny's might... got a muffin for a shot. So, but they they have played together at the World Championships way mm-hmm. back when. Yep. And they looked better than McDavid and and Goodrow. So, but I mean, obviously McDavid's not on our team. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to wish Eichel into the Flames team. Just keep thinking it. Just keep thinking, and it'll happen. It's. Um, I just yeah. got a feeling that it's going to be us, and I think the price will be high. Well, it's going to be real high. Um, but if you can do it, I mean, Monaghan's on the fourth line right now. Monaghan's yeah. a great player. And he's a big part of our depth, but he's not the reason why we're four one and one. And I hate to say it, but I think his minutes are replaceable right now mm-hmm. uh, by uh, Jack Eichel. A lot of players. Well, uh, Jack Eichel when he's healthy, but I mean, you know, um, even when he's not healthy, <laughs> <laughs> just put, stick him on some just shoes. Yeah, just put him just in with a bum neck. Put him in with a bum uh, neck. Right. I mean, yeah, he, he. I mean, he had a bum neck last year. He was, yeah. he was fine. Yeah. No, yeah. I, Put some bubble wrap around his neck. Sean's fighting it right on now on that fourth line. That's for sure. He's had a. He's had good, good games. Like he's played really well. But I mean, offensively, it's not like we're losing a point per game player right now. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's. I'm mean, sad to say, but he's 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 tradable. Mm-hmm. Is expendable. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yes. So yeah, I think we can lose two roster players. I really do, and and still be competitive. We have some good defensemen sitting in the on the bench right now you know, that can replace like a Valimaki. And I think Valimaki still has a ton of value. Like he's oh, been yeah. getting he's been getting better in these last few games as well. Like he's for not. Sure. He's still a very good prospect. So I think. Buffalo values him as that, and probably Brad does as well. Like he probably still doesn't want to get rid of him, um, just quite yet. Um, yeah, if we if we give up Alamaki, I'm guessing we got we got to hold on to Zadorov. Yeah, I mean we have Mackey too. Everyone forgets that we have Connor Mackey. Oh, as well. right. Forgot about Connor Mackey. Poor so guys. He's, 
he's sitting in the wings as well. That's you know yeah. that was one of the reasons why I hated the Gabranson signing because we got all these yeah. defensemen that are nipping at the bud to get in and get ice time. So we have true, true. Mac- I think Mac is in the AHL though now. He is. Yeah. So at least he's playing, um, which is fine. Uh, and Gabranson has stepped in nicely. So we can afford to lose two roster players to you know to make up the cap and then. Uh, we, we're going to have to give up value. We're going to have to give up prospects, you know. And uh, I don't know who I'd want to give up. You, you'd say you'd rather give up Pelletier than Zari? Is that your... I mean, yeah, we just got Zari. Shiny new toy? Like, one year difference. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah, but I mean... Oh, I, I guess Pelletier is a centerman, too. I thought he was a winger. He's a, Well, he's a left wing. Maybe he does play center. Were they playing him center in the AHL? I am not sure about that. Yeah, I'm just looking at Cap Friendly, and it says they list him as a center. So. Oh, they're wrong. He's a winger. Oh, he's yeah. Left I thought he was a winger. Yeah, he's okay. a left winger. He, yeah, I mean, he's expendable. Like, our, our left wing is is deep. Yeah. So maybe maybe it is him. But he could be good. He could be really good. I mean, can you ever be really good in Buffalo unless you're named Daniel Briere or Dominic Hasek <laughs> or... Jason Pominville <laughs> for a couple years. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. What about Max Imafini Genot? Remember him? Uh he sounds familiar. He's How about Alash Kodalik? Did he play in Buffalo? I'm pretty what sure we that? got him from Buffalo. I watched his YouTube videos to learn how to shoot a puck when I was a kid. Alash Kodalik? <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> no, sorry. Kovalev. Kovalev. Names. Mixing up yeah. the names. Yeah. No, he was he was drafted by the Sabres. Yep. Damn. Alesh Cody Leak, man. He played for the Flames. He did. He did. That was a bad trade. <laughs> <laughs> Who made that one? Was that Feaster? I'm pretty sure it was Feaster. Yeah, there you go. It sounds, it sounds like a Feaster move. Yeah. So I mean what so what what would your trade be? Give me your trade to finish off the, the episode. Uh, my my trade sorry just just one more thing on on Kota League. he was traded <laughs> on february 1st 2010 to the calgary flames along with chris higgins in exchange oh. for Ole jokinen and brandon oh. prust that was the jokinen trade Oof. that was us getting rid of jokinen yeah oh okay and he was like our one of our better players at the time he was, yeah. Even though he was declining, yeah. From my, if I recall correctly, but yeah, he definitely was. Dang, but Chris Higgins still played in the league for many years after that. I think. Uh for a few more years, yeah. yeah. And then on June twenty fifth, along with Robin Regeer and a second round draft pick mm. in twenty twelve, Kota League was traded back to the Sabers for Paul Byron and Chris Butler. Oh, the butler. Oh, butler, man. At least we got Byron out of that, but Byron wasn't. Then we waved him. And we waved now him. Now he's having a heck of a career in Montreal. So Is he still playing there? He must be. Oh, yeah. I think he's injured, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he had off-season surgery or something. I, lo- I love Byron. Byron was one of my oh, yeah. love favorite players. The guy uh, just skated hard and played hard. And... Yeah. It was like a Manjapani, right? Yeah, just Less without the scoring touch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he scores a little bit in Montreal, but, you know. Now, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so give my me trade. a trade. 
yeah. my trade. I mean, it, we've, it, it, we've it, talked about this before, but I yeah, want to hear it. it it's going to be the same. You know, it's going to be Monahan, Valimaki. I'd like them to include Zadorov, but that's, I, I think, we'd have to add in another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would. <laughs> a second. Yeah. Maybe. Monahan, Valimaki, a first, and probably, yeah, probably Pelche. Okay. I want to keep Zari just because he's a center. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, I, I, I even then I, I think that's an underwhelming offer. Hmm. So that's, I mean, it's a lot. It's it is like Valibaki. I mean, we do we do have uh, the Florida Panthers second round draft pick, so we could include that throw that in there as well just to sweeten yeah. it a little bit in a deep draft too is that next year that's for 2022 yeah yeah deep draft. we don't have a third fourth or a sixth round pick um Oof. in 2022 so nice yeah i don't know man look here's here's my take like i don't know why i think they should do it and they should pay maybe a little bit more to do it and sacrifice a little bit of the future but like our time is is now like yeah, we have we have Gaudreau here. We have Kachuk here signed. Gaudreau's yeah. on a reasonable contract, really good contract actually. Um, it's it's the time is now. Like you get Eichel, you heal him up. He's ready for the playoffs. Yeah, and you and you go in, and yeah. uh, and that's your that's going to be your swing. that's your home run swing. That's what it is right there. That's, that's what, what it's going to be. Yeah, and that's what you have to do to win the cup. Like you, teams do it every year, and teams there's only one winner but you're not going to do it if you don't take a swing and Gaudreau may probably will sign here but it's going to be for a lot of money mm -hmm. you know and that's fine he's a great player and he's worth the money but it's like these are your windows like these are your short windows where it's like okay we can stack up a little bit with an Eichel and go for it you know yeah so yeah, I don't know. I I think we should. We, I think there's precedent to do it and to pay a little bit extra to get it done. Because yeah, guess what? I agree with you. Vegas is in our division too. So, mm -hmm. like, if you don't get them, someone in your division's getting them, and now you're playing against them for however many games a year, and now you have Michael and McDavid in your division every year, every year for the so, next eight years. Like. I don't want to say that's a fireable offense not to get Eichel, but I mean, <laughs> you're not giving your your team a good chance to to compete if you're not getting the players that teams in your division are getting. And we do have the means to get Eichel. Like, obviously, a different situation than Vegas. Like, they have a lot of prospects and players they could trade, but we still could make the trade. Like, we do have the pieces. Just the price might be. A lot but i think yeah. it's worth it I when do you say no though oh i mean obviously there's a, there's a line yeah that no one's gonna pay i mean but, but i like, mean if, if it's they're like, asking for dustin wolf or no deal dustin wolf you do it unfortunately yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean Dustin Wolf Dustin yeah. Wolf is a is a is a goalie prospect who's done nothing at the professional level yet. Like That's he's true. only succeeded in junior. Yeah. That he's he's a he's a couple stepping stones away from 
being our savior in Calgary. I mean, I really believe in Dustin Wolf. Like, I really, really, really think he's going to be a fantastic goaltender. Um, but I said that about Gillies, and I said that about Parsons, and I said that about, and the list goes on. And something could happen. It's happened to a lot of goalie prospects. They're voodoo. If they want Dustin Wolf, you add him in the trade to get an established number one center. Yeah. Three games, one six five goals against average, nine fifty one save percentage in the AHL. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know, man. I think I think Dustin Wolf is where I say no. Really? Yeah, yeah. I gotta say no to Dustin Wolf. I don't know. Maybe you do it conditional. <laughs> conditional pick for Dustin. If he plays, if he comes back and is able to play. Then you, yeah. then you get him. I don't know. I still think it's voodoo, you know, but. Yeah. Man, Matt, I didn't know that was the stats. Those are good. That's th- good three games. It's a good three games, man. Those are really good three games. And it's not yeah. just three games. It's It's been the last two years. Those have been his stats. Well, yeah, but. In... Well, I mean, he had three games in the AHL last year. Yeah. And it was a three twenty four goals against average, eight ninety five same percentage. Yeah, but he had so, one. He had one bad game though, like one really yeah. bad game. This first game was was tough, but seven yeah. two. Similar to like a Vladar. Yeah, type, yeah, yeah. Type range, but interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how everything shakes out. But again, we've talked for holy shit an hour and eleven minutes. Good podcast. Time warp, man. Time warp. Yeah, get going. Well, we we sidetracking a lot, you know. It's, yeah, it's good, lots though. of sidetracking. Sidetracking is fine. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Uh, let us know your thoughts on Jack Eichel, on our games against the Rangers, the Devils, the Penguins, whatever you guys have feelings about. Let us know. Get at us at Hawk at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. Um, sorry, it's late. I'm. Social medias, all the social medias. Yeah, get us on social medias at Blasty's Corner on Twitter and uh, follow us there. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your friends, don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe. I'm just trying to get this out. Uh, And uh, yeah, if you enjoy it, please rate and share, it really helps us out. And I'm just saying the same things over and over and over again. Thank you for listening. (laughs) And uh, we'll hopefully be talking to you after a five game win streak. Um, Oh, the flames are going to be back in town on a, I believe five or six game homestand um, after their game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So yeah, two games will go by after this episode on the 28th and the 30th. So we'll get back at you on November 1st. Happy Halloween, everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you soon. Stay safe. Go Flames, go. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.